Hey, Bree. Welcome to the Constant Struggle. Thanks, Nick. I'm welcoming you to your own show. Yay! I'm Nick Watson. I think we're also welcoming people listening. Oh, hey, guys. Welcome. And And ladies. And everything in between. And theys. Yes. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah. Sit. I was going to say sit down, take a load off. Take a load off Annie. Yeah, but you don't have to. You can put that load right on her. Yeah, do Uh, whatever you want. Do it. Live your truth. We're not like one of those podcasts that tell you how to listen to that podcast. No. I'm really making a lot of noise on the couch. The ca- I, I thought it was like a sound effect, but it was the it was the creaking of the couch. This free couch that you gave me. You're well, but and I think I got it from my good pal Gudo, who lives in Scotland and for sure doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh, okay. I just remember sitting sleeping on this couch when I went to go visit you in Toronto before. No, like right after my move from Scotland. Oh, that makes sense. And you had a roommate. Yep. In Toronto, like down when we were in the, uh, we were in like Little Korea. Yeah. Yeah. So close to the comedy bar. It was. You could have walked But I didn't even like go that often comedy. back then because I was, I did. Okay. But anyway. Were you still learning? I w- that's why I was college? there. Yeah. That would have been in my first year because that's when I lived down there. Second year I had already moved to Etobicoke. So this was the coach from there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yep. Yeah, man, I took that from Gudo, because I think he took, oh, maybe not, maybe it was Steph. No, I lied, it's my buddy Steph, she took mine, turns out she got the better deal. Anyway. So yeah, the year is 2020, Brie, we're living in the future, where all podcasts are about where couches come from. Where does your couch come from? Do you have a couch with a fun history? Reach out at the Constant Struggle Podcast at gmail.com and tell us your story. Or flip a hashtag on Instagram. Constant couch. Oh, I like the alliteration. Mm. It's a Katie. No, it's not Katy Perry. It's uh. That's constant craving. Yes, that's where I was going for mm. that one. And isn't that? Oh. Katie Lang. There you go, <laughs> KD Lang. Craft dinner Lang. <laughs> that's. <laughs> yep, that, that was her full name. That's right. And she nourished the country on sweet, sweet songs, and macaroni and cheese. It works. It works. Well, Nick. Hey, Brie. This what this this is our podcast. Yeah, we've decided that we were far too professional before, and we're going more loosey goosey from now on. Like Conan. Oh, right. Yeah, fair enough. Except we're not going to go anywhere like exciting. Well, I mean, the basement in the house of Mrs. Saga. <laughs> it's just, yeah, we. I think we've decided to restructure a little bit, so it's just um, it's it's going to be just Nick and I uh, talking to each other uh, about different. Uh, topics related to our artistic struggles. And if you can relate, great. Write in, let us know. We'll chat about it. Uh, And if not, just uh, listen up. Yeah, we've got shows lined up for the upcoming... uh, Topics lined up, I guess. Well, I mean, that's what the shows are going to be about. A specific topic. And yeah, specifically uh, helping people out with creativity by talking about what... Well, we're you know. going through. Yeah, but we're also going to throw out other ideas as well. Yeah. And maybe, you know what, maybe we'll learn as well along Learning the way. is, a, yeah. Yeah. So the, I guess, well, yeah, a nice big creative... Endeavor? Endeavor. Whoa. Well, that's good. Well, maybe we could start, we'll kick this year off um, by looking to the past 
uh, what we accomplished uh, in 2019. And really, there's no better way of going forward than, than looking, looking back. back. Actually, I am reading some Eckhart Tolle now, and that was that is so false. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. I don't know what that is. It's all like living in the moment, the power of now. Like right of, now. Like right this second. Like now. Now, now, now. and and now. Exactly. <laughs> that is exhausting. No, it's great. Mm, okay. It's, it's exhilarating because then you don't get like stuck with baggage from the past and. And uh, and you don't get too anxious about what is to come. You're just like sitting in and fully appreciating every single. Well, Jeepers, Bree, you moment. know you know where that would come really in handy. I was gonna go golf. Oh but. <laughs> <laughs> well, not much has changed <laughs> from our normal. <laughs> and we're back. That <laughs> didn't take us very long. Uh, yeah. So no, that's all like mindfulness and stuff. It is absolutely yeah. 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 No, it's very interesting. It's like the people who like are always like wanting to be someone. I wish I was here. I wish I could be here. I wish I could be on vacation. I wish I had a better job. I wish I had. Yada, I wish yada, I was yada. a baller. I wish, wish I, was I was a little, a little bit taller. taller. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, where he's kind of like, well, that kind of thinking is insane. Is because it? you no, can't that's... listen because you can't be anywhere else than where you are right now. Okay, but insane is I'm gonna go with the wrong word. On he that says insane. Well. He uses insane. He's like it's there's no sense of thinking like I wish I was somewhere else right now. You can't be anywhere else than what you are than where you are right now. You can take steps to get to a place where you would like to be as long as you're completely present throughout the entire process of what you're doing. Anyway, I love it. Mm. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Okay, cool. I, uh, Pete Holmes uh, is way better at explaining. Okay, this so kind of listen stuff. to that podcast. So, yeah, if you like this podcast, <laughs> where he interviews uh, relatively famous people. So, <laughs> oh, God, what are we doing? We're just encouraging people to listen to other podcasts. I mean, that's that's really what podcasts are now. They just encourage people to listen to other podcasts. There are for sure, I haven't researched this, and I turned off my phone so I can't Google it. Yeah. But there'll be for sure podcasts that talk about other podcasts. I bet you, yeah. The podcast yeah. podcast. Yeah, where it just sort of ranks the best podcasts. And uh-huh. tells you what podcasts to listen to. Would they have clips of the podcast, or would they just read it? Like I don't know. Is it like, are you allowed to? Can you take another podcast and re- put it onto your podcast? I'm pretty sure there are no rules in podcasting. It's the Wild West. Yeah, of the world. Of the of internet. Of the World Wide Web. The Wild West of the no. World Wide Web. No, no, it isn't. That's, Why not? That's the dark web. You're, well, I thought I was enjoying a lot of W's there. Okay. And you know but it me. <laughs> <laughs> so hard, because mine implied, like... Illegal activity. Organ sailing. Yes. Sailing? sailing. <laughs> oh, my God. Organ if, you wanna, sailing. if you want something to do with your organs, if you have a bunch of organs just hanging around, well, why not take them on a sailing trip? <laughs> oh, I was going to use them for sails. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how the, uh, you have all those intestines oh, just yeah. lying around not doing well much? Them, yeah, as a sail. Just unwind them. I just wanted to take them on vacation. Oh, that's, that's nice. So, basically, you want to go on vacation and your organs will stay put inside of you. But you're just... No, I'll have just, like, a bunch of or other people's organs. Okay. And just Like the them, musical instrument a, organ? The piano that has wind in it? Well, I wasn't thinking that originally, but now I would like to throw that into the mix. And do people call the the thingy this fella here? The, the mouth organ? That's He's <laughs> pointing to his penis. <laughs> <laughs> the skin flute. Uh, we're 
wow. starting off well. Yeah, so this is all for creativity, and <laughs> we right. hope you learn from this. That's right. I can't wait for high schools in Ontario to use this as a robotic <laughs> teaching method. It'll be important because they don't know anything about sex ed, but now at least they know about the skin. Yeah, <laughs> sex ed is what happens when you listen to podcasts and they tell you about penis organs. <laughs> when you listen to podcasts and get a boner, that's what <laughs> sex ed is. Uh, but, but seriously. Uh-huh. Tell me about 2019. I don't want to anymore. Let's keep riffing for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 2019. So the big thing I learned from 2019 happened in the November of 2019. Okay, so late in the 2019. Late in the ball game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was prepping a little bit for it in October. Okay. And that was also a good lesson that uh, I find prepping really hard. (laughs) Prepping is hard. Now, what is it that you found? Okay, first of all, what was the thing that you learned? And we'll talk about why it was hard to prep for it. Okay, so, well, cool. All right. What The big thing that I did last year was NaNoWriMo. Yes, which is? I'll break that on down. NaNoWriMo stands for National Novel Writing Month. Okay. Everybody and, write that down. <clears throat> and it takes place every November. Uh-huh. So if you're living near a November, you can do this. <laughs> also, also, if you don't want to wait to November, you could do it whenever you I guess like. You could pick any month. To yeah, be but it has to be a month with thirty days in it, or it doesn't count. Uh, what if no, you it just, doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. You could you could do it February if you're like a, a crazy person. Uh, so then it would be na fe No, na, national. No, I mean there's. It doesn't mention November. Oh, okay. National Novel Writing Month. Oh, it's month. novel. It's not November Writing Month. Yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense. It just happens to take place in November. Uh, I think what they do is they break down saying that basically there's no month that yes. is the best best month to write, so they just stuck with November. Yeah, because it starts to get cold out. Well, I guess that's not everywhere, so. Yeah. I mean, January would be a good one. Oh, man, January would be a really great one. Uh Because it's, like, cold. You're coming out of New Year's. It's time to start afresh. Yeah. But also, like, you still have stuff going on in January. Anyway, whatever. You did it in January is going on. (laughs) Yeah, hashtag Gary. Is he okay? No, yeah, he is. Okay, you sounded sad when you said that. No, it was more, like, exciting for new opportunities for Gary. Hmm. He's, uh... Doing, like, a executive directing at Second City now, in addition to oh, wow. like owning and running Comedy Bar with oh, his, cool. uh, with his uh, business partner. But anyway, it's very, it's, it's exciting news for the comedy community. As exciting as writing a whole book in a month? Let's go back to it. <laughs> so so I wrote a whole book in a month. What kind of book was it? Uh, I can't remember. It was like a couple months ago. <laughs> it was a horror set in the Niagara region. I know that region. So it has... Oh, that's why you got all excited when you saw that uh, movie for yeah, like, was... Clifton Hill. Yeah. You're like, ah, this is my short story. I was super excited that it didn't touch in anything I was doing. <laughs> oh, so I was very yeah. happy about that. Um, yeah. Uh, so you wrote... Continue leading me in the investigation. Oh, okay, please. <laughs> uh, okay, so you wrote this book in a month. Yeah. And well, actually, it took me. A, I mean, I hit my word count. They, oh, sorry, let's go back. Right? Yes. They want you to hit fifty thousand words in a month. That's a lot of words. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's also not like it's not a huge book. Okay. And also, my book ran a bit longer than the fifty thousand, so I I took a little bit of a break off, 
in early December, and then I finished it later. But I hit my 50K. Okay, perfect. Which is what the whole challenge is. Well, I guess that's it. Like, even if you don't get it done, like, in the allotted time, if you get it done, then you've won. Right? Yeah. Then you've accomplished something. Actually, the, technically, I mean, we're all winners here, Brie. That's a good point. Uh, but they say if you win NaNoWriMo, you've written 50,000 words. Which is amazing. Yeah, that's Like, that's nuts. a huge accomplishment, yeah. So that breaks down to uh, 1,667 words a day. That's so many words. Yeah. So did you have, were you writing every day or were you like, no, this is a Saturday. I'm going to write like a huge chunk on a Saturday so I could take like Monday, Tuesday off or something. Okay. Uh, kind yeah, tell of. Me about a your li- process. A little bit. But basically the first couple days we still had Catherine's sister was over visiting. Shout out to Shona. <clears throat> yeah. So I did, I did, I think technically write a little bit at least every day. Okay. So. I mean, the important thing for this thing is make sure you get something down right. every day. Keep the ball moving. I mean, even if it's just, like, brainstorming. Oh, dude, a paragraph. Like, seriously, oh, okay. cool. anything. Uh, the, it, it's not... It's about writing that book in a month, but yeah. really it's just to encourage you to sit down and do right the writing. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Have you found... Now, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Have you found that doing that has had a lasting impact on your writing like afterwards or were you like I'm done I'm not gonna write for <laughs> six months uh, I did take a break okay uh, but you know that break happened in December you know which is so, like yeah holidays. yeah so and we had a death in our family and yeah. there's yeah. you know uh, and then we came into January and then January is um, <clears throat> short story month for the Toronto Star contest open right. Zen so I've I've written I've tossed out two short stories that I don't like okay in that time and I've just started a new one yesterday that is getting a bit more traction. Okay, so we can talk about that in a second, but let's go to back to NaNoWriMo. So, did it help me write? It's filled me up with a huge amount of confidence that I can know, I know how many words that I physically can write in a day. Yeah, and in a month. And in a month. And so it's like a little bit of a double-edged sword right now, because I'm thinking like, oh, I could just wait to the last minute to write this story. Don't do it. Or, um... Yeah, no, basically that's the big thing. Now, you were saying you had difficulties with the planning of the NaNoWriMo. Oh, just in the month before. Yeah. <clears throat> I had the idea that I would be taking all of October and really plotting everything out. Mm-hmm. And that didn't get done until like the last week of October where I'm like, holy shit, I got to start writing next week. So what happened? Was it just that you were like, you put it off or did like life get in the way? Uh, a bit or of both. life. in the Yeah, a bit of both. Like spinning my wheels, shitting myself that I wouldn't be able to get it done. Right. Lack of confidence stuff. And did you, in that last week, what... What were you doing? Just sort of getting the ideas out or getting the, like, breaking down, like, how much do I have to write in a day or... Uh... Yeah, I was breaking down the ideas. Okay. Because I wanted to... If you're doing this, you got to just sit there and write. I didn't feel like I had time to think. Right, so, to think oh, about what it is you wanted to write about. Yeah, the problem, the problem with that is, like, that is super specific to people who are called planners. <laughs> right. As a... Sorry, I'm not being funny. There's like there's two schools of writing. Oh, basically. I was gonna say, yeah, you're not a planner. <laughs> is that what you're oh, saying? No. Uh, for oh. writing, uh, planning works best for me. The, okay. The other dynamic is the pantsers. Okay, and those are the ones who fly by, by the, the seat, seat of their pants. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I understand. So they're the ones that just sit down at the keyboard and let, let's whim take over. Sure. So whenever I do that, my novels wind up being done after five pages. <laughs> You're like, well, that was it. Yeah. I see, because you haven't plotted it out. No, so I, I mean, I do a quasi-pantsing session when I'm plotting. You know, like I'm <laughs> I'm just like throwing ideas so you out there. pants when you 
I pants when, when I plot. plot. <laughs> you plant. You pants when you plot. <laughs> Who doesn't pants when they plot? I right? think it's important. You gotta plot when you pants. No. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Rewind. Okay, so you did a lot of yeah, or a bit of that when you were planning. Yeah. Because that's the time to do it. Well, for me, that's yeah. how it worked out. So basically, I had a, one idea per page. There's a similar theory in um, stand-up. Mm, sure. It's kind of like it's uh, there are different ways that you can get inspiration for stand-up. One is like the due diligence of like sitting down and, and writing, writing the jokes constantly, right? Like yeah. bringing that notebook with you wherever you go, and or no, more like yeah, more like picking up you know this much time a day. I'm gonna write this much down. Yeah, that would work super good for like the one-liner comics and stuff like but that. But even like what? Well, yeah, exactly. But if I guess if you're still anyway, whereas the other one is like the muse, just waiting to be inspired, like waiting to be like, oh, I've got the anyway. Like Marin. Uh, sure, but is that what Marin does? He take Marin his works at he does he does notes, but his notes are atrocious. They're right. just like laundry skateboard, <laughs> right? And then he'll talk about it on stage. It'll right. start oh, off so like, work "Why did I write laundry skateboard? Those are two things I never yes. do." <laughs> now, luckily, he has the like advantage of having a reputation where people. Well, I guess, but if that's always been his process, he's always worked it on stage. Yeah, interesting. The pressure of delivering something funny. Do you notice what we're doing? Talking about another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and it's our mentory Marin. Mandatory man. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. And we're talking about his comedy. More That's than true. More is, yeah. But he probably, where did you learn about this? On his podcast. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, back to NaNoWriMo. Just to bring us back, because otherwise we'll keep talking. But I just thought it was, it, oh. like, it's, I guess it's wait, with all. Wait, wait, wait. How about a podcast just about Marin? <laughs> I bet it exists. We should it's probably called, find it's it. It's called WTF. Oh, I mean, like, is there a podcast dedicated to people who love Marin? Marin's podcast? Oh, oh my God. Is it called WTF? <laughs> WTF. <laughs> anyway, back to it. NaNoWriMo. Okay, so planning. So you did a bit of pantsing and a bit of... Wait a minute, what? <laughs> pants and plot. That's right. In your in your plotting process, you pantsed. Yes. And then you... And then November rolls around. Yeah, November came around, and I had enough plot to write. Okay. So, I, I mean, I'm not... I didn't break it down to, like, this paragraph, I gotta talk about this. Right. I had... Uh, I broke the story, so I had my arc all planned. Arc? Okay. That's and, not yeah. the right word. Arc. I had my beats. Right. I dropped my sick beats, and then I just... Uh, and for you, for your arc, are you talking, like, intro... Uh, yeah. Element déclencheur. Oh yeah. Climax, denouement. Yeah, like night, those kind night, of. Uh, Dark Knight of the Soul. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. It basically, save the cat. Okay. Blake but, Snyder. Yeah, Blake Snyder's save the cat. He's got this great thing about how to break down a script, but I applied that to a book. To a novel. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know how successful it is though. So just just throwing that out there, guys. Watch out for that one. It's, it's in process. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, did I use I we used his at Humber to write a script. Okay. Uh, and it. <sighs> There's a Save the Cat for for novel writing as well. I haven't read that one yet. We used to Save the Cat in in class, and it worked. Uh, but it was weird because well, it wasn't weird. They wanted to simulate an actual writer's room because they had different chunks of <laughs> chunks, different students grouped up, and they would each work on different parts of the script. Okay. Which was interesting, but also everybody's voices were so different that like. Well, that makes sense. You guys are all learning. Exactly. And, yeah. But when you put it all together, it was like, well, this this part of this of the episode gets pretty wacky, you know. Yeah. If we had all been like trained to write in the same kind of similar voice or the same voice of a show that you know. Yeah. 
Like everybody who wrote well, on Friends. Well, you would need a showrunner to exactly. keep everyone on board. And, and the teacher, I guess, was the showrunner in that case. <clears throat> yeah. But anyway, was, yeah. It's probably more about just getting you guys to write in groups too. Exactly. Yeah. It's, get to, yeah. Well, I you learned right there though, didn't you? Like, oh, everyone's got a weird voice, and this show has no cohesion. And exactly. the teacher's like, exactly, my pupils, <laughs> you have learned. And then she disappeared. It was the weirdest thing we never <laughs> smoke <saw>. bomb. <laughs> and then she didn't even drop a smoke no, bomb. No, she, she just, just announced it and, it and walked out of the room. It was damn impressive um yeah that's how batman started <laughs> i thought he smoke bomb <laughs> i thought his parents died okay that's uh, really how he started oh I, I guess. <laughs> oh i'm gonna be the one who keeps roping us back in and stopping us oh from playing isn't it okay so you're start you're writing you got your outline outlined <laughs> yep <laughs> I plotted my plot. Yeah, and you I pants pants your my pants. pants. Perfect. And then we, when you, how was it when you started getting writing? Uh, oh my god, the first week was great. I'm just sitting there going, I, I know how to do this. I'm gonna write fifty books. Right. This is gonna be great. And I <laughs> ran out of gas. When? At what point? Um, day about, two. No. <laughs> no, I think I got about a week and a half in there. Oh, that's still. And I was good. doing. I was going past my word count, like building up a, right. a cushion, a reserve. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Uh, what like, do you think it is that sort of? Was it fatigue? Was it what else was going on in your life? Was it like... Yet again, we both. both. Like, okay. you know, you got a lot of stuff on. Yeah. Because most of us are humans. Most of us. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the AI robots learning how to talk like humans. Yes. You guys are building the future and please, please don't, don't murder, murder us. us. Whoa. <laughs> See? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, Group yeah. Mind. Like, the word counts got done, but I had to do a lot of, like, self-care cajoling myself to get down and do it. To get motivated. Yeah, so there was a lot of tea drinking of fancy teas. Oh, that's nice. Because um, I don't drink pop. But it's got to be like a routine, though. It's nice to get into a routine. Well, I mean, mm, it was was fairly routine, but the most important thing is get them words done. Right, so it was like you were treating yourself, you are treating yourself by having the tea. By wrecking yourself. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, but by drinking the tea, yeah. that was your, like, and okay. I, this... I would set myself up in the office, yeah. turn off the lights. Turn off the lights? And then turn, turn on. Turn out for what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd turn off the neon lights and turn uh, on, like, the warmer lights in there. I'd get I some you. nice, I, I did a lot of the rain thunderstorm soundtracks. Okay. Uh, and some, like, acoustic-y music. I can't do lyrics, though. No, because it's distracting. I feel the same way. I can never study when yeah. I was like, yeah. And I would bundle up warm. I was a cozy it's cold little... down here. Yeah, but, like, super being warm. Would you get a space heater? Is that something you No, did? I mean, I could, but yeah. I was warm enough. Okay. It's It's all about layers, Everybody. That's right. We're Canadian. You get a good sweater, and I have like a pashmina kind of thing. What are we talking socks wise? Wool? Well, I've got my socks, but I would do my kamama woolen knitted. (laughs) Okay, yep. I did my my, my pantoufles. Pantoufles. You're nice and cozy when you're writing. Oh, super cozy, yeah. That's good. And that's you know how you're going to be down here writing, too. How long would it take you to write those, that minimum word count? To hit my word counts, I think it was about two and a half to three hours. A day. Yeah, I was going to say a night. That's fucking hardcore. That's, that's when it got done. Yeah. And then the weekends, it'd be like a double shift. Okay. Or any any other holiday. And w- was it easy for you to just stay put for that amount of time? <sighs> Do 
Should we go real on this? Yeah, I think so. We're going to go all the fucking way real? Yeah, because that's hard for me when I want to sit down and write a joke. I get distracted. I would give myself little things to, like, you know, hit, do a page and then go make a tea. Right. Do another page, watch five minutes of porn and beat off. There you go. Oh, that's why you're asking about real. <laughs> the realness. Hey, man, why not? You got to, like, treat yourself. <laughs> Now, so, was I mean, the, is it like, okay, now I gotta ask, is it like, does the porn inspire the writing? Is it like, no, it's just, just a regular porn? It's just a monkey treating yourself to oh, I see. the I was dopamine like, watching I'm watching porn? a lot of, <laughs> you're responsible for coronavirus. A lot of sick, hot monkey porn. That was with reptiles. It wasn't oh, with monkeys. monkeys. Okay. I mean, you can watch reptile porn too. Those scales get everywhere. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess it's, yeah, it's good to be honest. Like, you know, like, get the dopamine going, you're saying. Yeah, so it's the something, dopamine something, hit. It's something to look forward to. Right. <laughs> like, I do this, I get to watch a sweet video of lesbians nurturing each other. There you go. But that's, um, positive reinforcement. <laughs> it sure like, is. literally, that's positive, and it'll, keep, it'll get you to keep going, right? Yep. But the amount of lesbian scenes I wrote it in my book is ridiculous. No, there's, <laughs> there's, there's only one. one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wrong book. <laughs> but there is, there is one in the other book I wrote. <laughs> It's great. It's in zero gravity. Oh, man. Fluids everywhere. Um, <laughs> well, with the ladies, not so much. So. Sure. Well, I mean, a little bit. Right. But... Um, so, okay. And then but you can, go back oh, to writing. and then... But, you know, it doesn't all have to be teas and wanking. You could throw whiskey in there as well. But then sometimes I feel like, so here's my, if I'm like writing and I want to be productive, I can't just smoke weed. You know no. what I mean? Because well, then I'll be like. So whiskey. I mean, it works for Kevin Smith. I guess, so. but I'm not. It's not for I don't everybody. think I have Kevin Smith's like capacity for weed intake. No. You know? Like it hits me pretty, pretty hard, and then I'm like, well, I'm useless. And it's kind <laughs> of like that for booze to a certain point. Like if I have any more than one like cider, I'm like, oh, so okay, I can't well, like focus. Anymore. I've got a note for you. Cider's wicked strong. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could do like, uh, can you water down your cider oh, like you're a priest? Horrible. Like, <laughs> I guess what what I could drink. Wine, but his wine is also pretty strong. Isn't mm-hmm. it? I could do like a boozy coffee, maybe. A little little creamy beige. A little creamy beige, <laughs> yeah. Put that in my coffee. Then it's like the booze and the caffeine get me. Oh working. my god, that's yeah. You're writing that. What is that? A speedball? <laughs> I mean, it's not heroin and speed. But... Hey, you know what? Heroin and speed might help. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be... Heroin and speed is all you I need. I finished my book right away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, okay, so so, so you're, you're rewarding yourself and then you get back to writing. So it's like how many pages did you say in a day? Crap. I'm sorry, I don't remember how many it was. Okay, but you said sixteen two and a half hours. Yeah, it's it's yeah, I think it was about five five <laughs> and a half much, pages. How much of that two and a half hours is you jerking off? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to brag, but I can wrap that up pretty quickly. Oh, there you go. <laughs> It's a, really, it's just a half hour. I'm in hour. and out. It's, it's great. It's a half hour of me writing and two hours of me being <laughs> Very, like, thorough, violent <laughs> masturbation. And there's tears. I don't know. I can't just <laughs> yelling at myself for being dirty. It's yeah, a lot beautiful. Of shame. Yeah, a lot of shame. <laughs> no, uh, I power through the shame. Yeah. Okay. So, so no, no, right. And yeah. you got the book. You got the book done. Yeah. Okay. And now, what do you do with it? Is it? Are you going to try? Is this Sitting a, on my hard drive. Have you got anybody to edit it? <clears throat> well, this guy right here is going to have to learn. Okay, so you're going to go be a future it. episode of our show, Brie. Editing. Uh, no. 
Maybe, but I was going to be more uh, doing a self-teaching thing because I got to ah. learn how to edit. I'm, I don't know that I'm doing it properly. I don't know that there is a proper way, but uh, I haven't edited yet. I'm letting it sit until um, I'm going to start it in March. Okay. Because and I got to finish my short story for the right, Toronto for Star Toronto. this month. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to be using the NaNoWriMo book as a how to edit how to edit learning session. Cool. And uh, that's awesome. Well, you wrote it. That's the important thing. This was the first time you did that. Yeah. What, uh, wait, what? First time NaNoWriMo. I did NaNoWriMo. Yeah, yeah, I've written another book. Yes. But that, but that took over like a year and a half. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. They don't it, always have to be done in a month. No. The, the, I mean, the NaNoWriMo thing is like, if you can write a book in a month, write a book in a month. Write a like, book that's in a month. That's amazing. Like, yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to use the NaNoWriMo book. To re-edit, hopefully I can learn some stuff, get more proficient at it, and then okay. I'm going to go back at the older book, because I've been struggling to get that thing edited. Okay, oh, and wait, but I thought... I mean, I've had people read it, I've gotten, I mean, I'm going to throw a little shade here, zero feedback from my readers. Oh my readers god, on that. because I kept wanting to get it on <laughs> You're paper! Not, you were not the only one. Okay. Um, and also, no shade, because no one wanted to buy that book. It was just foisted on them, so maybe they didn't want to read sci-fi. <laughs> I don't know that it was that. I think it was people got, like, cause I'm surprised Dina hasn't already, like, replied and been like, I'll do it. I think she did. I think I sent it to her. And she hasn't replied? No. Oh. Shout out Dina. Hope she didn't hate the book completely. <laughs> I don't think she did. I bet, oh, we just have to talk to her, and she'll probably be like, oh, yeah, I have notes. I just didn't know when to reach out. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, now? <laughs> yeah. No, it's Great. fine. Now, Dina, you There's know. no rush. That it, it is... You know, three steps down on the back burner list for 20, 2020. So, I mean, like, theoretically, if everything goes really good, I could be submitting two books out there to publishers to say, do you like this? It's fully, I mean, no, it's not. It's been edited. People have read it. You know? Yeah. So, that's my 2020. Well, that's great. And I'm going to do another NaNoWriMo in November. In next November. Yeah, this coming November Perfect. for 2020. I think I'm going to do a sequel to the one I wrote this past year. Last year. Okay. So you're already going to write... Part two. Part two of the uh, book that you haven't had edited yet. Correct. Okay. Yeah, I got a, I got a little bit of an arc on it. Okay. Because I got a character I really like. Um, well, I like enough. But he's got a lot of work he can do in the next book. From all the stuff you learned in the first book. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's perfect. But it's a thing. Anyway, so yeah, that's the NaNoWriMo. That was my 2019... Yay! Because I wrote a short story, did a bit of editing, did the book, and yeah, I guess that's that's about it. And we podcasted a bunch, a little yeah. bunch. I don't think we did too great last year. No, we didn't, but that's why we were... Volume-wise. Yeah, but also it was because it was, it's been difficult to get together, and also with with another guest, it was, it was difficult to get together because... Dude, look at the time. We're halfway through. We yeah. talked all about my 2019. Now it's time for mine. What's up with your 2019? Oh, I was going to find excuses for why it, it wasn't working out before. And it was because your schedule is impossible. And it's, yeah. it's doubly impossible to get people to come to Mississauga from Toronto who have a similar It's schedule. physically the roads don't go that way. They don't go this It's way. all one-way roads to get to, to Toronto. Toronto. That's yeah. it. I have to walk home every night. It's not pleasant. No, especially not in, uh, in the, the winter, winter time. Yeah. Um, 
Well, that's just it. I don't know what I did in 2019. Oh, shoot. We talked about this before rolling tape. I know. So Digital I've been tape. going through my, like, Instagram, and it, there was more of, like, a lot of... I thought of... you were just checking out no, all the episodes. Like, this no, is unusual I, for Brie. I know. That's what I was trying to do uh, was... Oh, that's not true. So there were a couple, like... So there are ongoing things that I feel like, you know, that, that continue that are that are good. Like, Dude, you got a commercial last year. Yeah. But I meant like okay, so I've been teaching improv. I'm trying to go through this chronologically. I've been teaching improv, which is which is always great. I love it still, which is good. And I feel like the moment I'm kind of like, well, oh, fucking improv is the worst. <laughs> what you have that feeling? <laughs> no, I oh, okay. feel like the moment it starts to be like a burden to teach improv, or to, that I start to feel like bitter about teaching it, is probably the moment to take a step back. But I don't. You've improved enough. But I haven't seen because I feel like if your teacher is like, I hate improv. Like, how are you gonna get the right feedback that you want anyway? How pissed would you be as a student? Exactly. If you show up and you have a bitter improv teacher. I know. Oh. But apparently it happens, and so that's what I'm keeping. I you know, guess. I'm keeping a, an eye on. Like as long as I continue. Now I feel like I've seen <clears throat> so much of it, and especially in like level A and stuff. So I've been through like teaching level A that I can almost. It sounds crazy, but I feel like I can almost like read students' minds by now. We're kind of like, oh, this is what you're thinking, and this is why this didn't happen, and they're kind of like, yeah. I think that's how psychology started. Well, it makes sense. You just re- you see repeated behavior over and over again. And no, I mean, I think Freud did a lot of open mic nights, and he did <laughs> improv in Vienna. That's right. A night at the, the, He's uh, like, the, night at the person, schnitzel. This <laughs> person isn't yes-anding. He must be in love with his mother. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Um, but then I was thinking, yeah, I did, uh, I did a play, a kid's play for the first time this summer at the Fringe. Oh, cool, which yeah. Which was awesome. Um, uh, Boy versus Fly, which was very cute. Who won? The Fly did. <laughs> then we don't speak of what happened to the poor boy. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it was, and it was a great experience. I hadn't done, like, I have done the Fringe, but never in Toronto, so it was good to do the Toronto Fringe, and the kids' Fringe was great because kids go, like, there's always a house, there's always a crowd, because kids need to be entertained in the I, summertime. I can just imagine all these delightful little theater children wearing their tiny, tiny ascots. Oh, they were cute. <laughs> it wasn't just theater kids. Oh, I was going to say, it wasn't just ascots, they had cravats <laughs> they as well. They did have cravats. And pantaloons. <laughs> did, they, did they dress like mini directors from the 1920s? <laughs> there were so many scarves. <laughs> and, and like berets, yeah. Knickerbockers. Uh, yeah. So, so there's the play who happened, so there's a lot of that. That was the summer. But see, that was the summer. Like, I feel like going into the summer, it was... I mean, Improv Niagara's been doing well, but we... You know what's interesting is we can talk about, like, taking risks that don't pan out, too, right? I mean, I guess that's why it's a risk. Otherwise, it'd be like, I take successes. (laughs) But I mean, it's called the constant struggle. So, like, last year in April, we rented out a space in Welland, Improv Niagara uh, did, so we could start running classes and having... In Welland, the happiest place on earth. We got Welland because it was, well, in Niagara, but also the rent in Niagara is way, I mean, in Welland is way less expensive than anywhere else. Mm. But it was still, like, pretty significant. Okay. Uh, and we, so we tried it, we tried to run a class, but we didn't get enough, like, people signing up. Hmm. Uh, you know, so we had signed, like, a, a lease for six months. Yeah. And we're like, okay, and we'll see if things are going okay after the six months, if we choose to continue with it, or if we just sort of call it, you know, off. Shut and we it had down. To, yeah, and we had to shut it down, because, like... Welland's demos must be really weird right now, because you have... 
Well, it, but it wasn't they're just trying to well turn in, it into a retirement community. Basically, like. well, that's all the the whole Niagara region. I feel. Oh, okay. Maybe not St. Catharines because there's the university. Yeah, but I mean, Welland's got Niagara College. Yeah, oh, that's true. We do have Niagara College, but so I I just feel like in Niagara, it's not as it's not as ridiculous for you to drive to some other city in no, the region. It's twenty minutes. Exactly. Everywhere. Exactly. So you could live in Welland and be like, "Well, I've got to go take this class in the falls," or you could live in, you know, Waynefleet and be like, "Okay, yeah, I do." have Also, to twenty go. minutes. Exactly. It's a spatial anomaly. Everything in the Niagara region <laughs> is 20, twenty minutes, minutes from each other. Exactly. So you could be in Port and need to get somewhere, and that's where you would go to do that thing that you love. So I figured, you know, like if people know, if people are interested in improv, who cares that it's in Welland? They'll come to Welland. Well, I was wrong. Maybe they're afraid of Welland. Well, I mean, it does have a reputation, but you but you think the whole Niagara region is sort of progressive. No, it's all about the yeah, same. It's, it's all, it's I know, it's so... Same level of scumminess, isn't it? It's <laughs> no well. way, man. It's nicer than it was. Okay. Uh, so, but, but the fact of the matter is, what I learned was... I thought that that's how people would think. Like, if I want to do improv, I don't mind driving to Welland. No, I have to walk to my improv class. Fact of the matter is, if you want to do improv, it has to be in St. Catharines. Huh. Boom. Because <laughs> now, well, now we're talking 2020, we've got a class, like a winter class running, and, uh, like, tons of, not tons of people, but enough people to run a class have signed up. Okay. So, you know, like, what does that tell me? It tells me that more people are interested in taking this class in St. Catharines. Right. And and I think more people are interested in traveling to St. Catharines than traveling to Welland to do something. Huh, maybe. And I don't know about the falls yet. That's a, that's another experiment we're going to undergo. Oh, the wild card. We'll see how it goes. But right now, uh, but, but, but that was it. We had a, a space for a little bit, and it was fun for rehearsals. Granted, there were all kinds of problems with the space itself. It was oh. really hot, then it was really cold, and then, like, the bathrooms were kind of gross. Okay. And, you know, like, it said, it said it was wheelchair accessible, but I think... <laughs> sounds terrible. I mean, if the people pick up the person in the wheelchair and drag them <laughs> and drag over. It. <laughs> there was, like, a ramp. Not a ramp. There was, like, an elevator, but I'm just kind of like, well, thank God nobody in an elevator came because, like... You would have had to ha- ask the super to, to use oh. it, and I don't think he'd ever used it. Oh, boy. And I and he was like, yeah, I've got the key, but it's at the same time, it's like he was not always there all the time, so I was like, ugh. ugh a lot know. of red flags. Exactly. But but we got a lot of good rehearsing done, but that wasn't it wasn't enough. It wasn't the spirit of what you were trying to accomplish. <laughs> so oh. we, you know, live and learn, uh, you know, and there, that, there was a financial impact on that, which was kind of brutal, but, Oof. Well, you, you know, you got to take chances, right? So, I, you gotta spend money to make money. That's right. Uh, we sold the house. That was good. Okay. But that was more <laughs> I mean, of a, that was a struggle. <laughs> that was more a personal thing. It was a struggle, man. For a long time, we're like, is it gonna sell? Holy shit. It yeah, I know. Sell. That was messed up. I had to, oh yeah, I had to get It's not like it was a bad house either. It was a good no, house. No, I had to get a new car. Well, that was fun, because I almost died on the high. No, also a struggle, your car to street. roll. Yeah. <laughs> Although, the, I mean, those aren't really artistic struggles. Trying to think like they're like artistic adjacent though because yeah, you needed that yeah. car to get to places and it, you needed the house to sleep in exactly. Uh, ooh, and it's where you keep your weed. <laughs> you put your weed in there. <laughs> um, a bunch of auditions this year, but yeah, I did book my first commercial. That was fun. Yeah, and did you have an audition today? Mom was saying. No, I had one yesterday. Okay. Was it yesterday? No, Thursday. It was. It was for a company. <laughs> okay. How'd that one go? I, oh, never mind. That's 2020. That doesn't count. Exactly. Okay. 
Uh, oh yeah, we can talk about. The, I, I actually booked two commercials in 2019. What was the other one? So I booked that the one for Hemp Fusion, which was awesome. That was a great. That commercial. was a fun like 80s kind of vibe. The wrestling one. I love how like the 80s in retrospect is so much better than the actual 80s. That in yeah. Actuality. Well, I think that isn't that how nostalgia works. Oh yeah, maybe. Like you always like it's always like better. You always look at it more fondly than when you were actually going. I disagree because the people who get nostalgic about the '90s are gonna pretty much nail about how accurate. What I don't know how I sweet reason, it was. I've been listening to Lithium on Sirius XM. <laughs> it is baller. Do you remember Dinosaur Junior? I do now. Yeah. <laughs> they're really good. I was like, shit, that, I forgot yeah, Lou, this song. Lou, Lou Barlow's amazing. Anyway. Yep. Uh, I don't remember any of the lyrics, but the song was good. Um, what was I saying? Uh, how good Dinosaur Jr. is, because yeah. that's what this podcast is all about. Welcome to Dinosaur Jr. Pod. <laughs> Dinosaur Jr. Jr. I mean, I continue to have, like, shows that were running that were well. I guess Who's Coming to Improv is going well, mm-hmm. and Propaganda is still going well. Uh, Dan and I were on that, uh... Dan and I were on that, uh, this is not, again, it's not very creatively. We were on the Marilyn Dennis show, which was hilarious. Oh my God, that was last year? That was last year. That felt like it was a long time ago. It was now. about a year ago. Okay. Yeah. It was winter. I taught my first stand-up comedy class. That's not sure, not my first one. I taught, but my first one for Second City. All right, so you want to write a rape joke, uh, and you got to no, get no, no. <laughs> For Second City. Oh, for Second City, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Uh, no, so that's not, that doesn't fly at Second City. Um, I've started getting back into stand-up sort of in the end of... Well, when I started teaching stand-up, I wanted to get back into stand-up again. So I wrote an, like a brand, pretty much a brand new five minutes. Uh, sometime, no, I stretched out to ten. Solid five. Ooh. Yeah, I got a, I got a pretty decent ten uh, that's been going on. And, and even since then, there's like a bunch of places in, in the Niagara region that I've been performing at kind of more regularly, which is a lot of fun. Yay! Um, I was part of this... Very cool show uh, called Out Out Laugh Toronto. Okay. Which was like a survivor. Well, you have to laugh longer than other than people. Than other people. No, it was like a survivor-inspired comedy competition uh-huh. where we were issued like different challenges every week. And then the funniest person gets a rose. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and then they get married. Yay. And then divorced immediately after. That's oh. not true. Uh, but anyway, I went, like, further in that competition than I expected to, so that was fun. And I met a lot of cool people and worked with a lot of fun people. Uh, so that, I don't know, that was great. All right. Uh, I don't know, that's an accomplishment. So a lot of, like, I got some more writing done on my script. And in 2020, again, there's 2020 stuff. Did you stuff, do so a table wanna, reading? In 2020, so we can't talk about Duh. it. That's Guys, shut up time. about no, it, No, right? don't stop talking about it. God. They can't, no. Okay, here we go. So now I'm now I'm in the Improv Niagara territory, which is fun. Uh, so Improv Niagara has been going, like, pretty strong. We had our, our first year anniversary show last year in March. Yay. And, like, sold the place out. It was, oh, like, cool. standing room only. But it was so great because we made some connections with local businesses, and we got, like, free champagne and... You know, and, and we got to give out prizes, and it was just such a huge celebration uh, that I just feel like this Improv Niagara is just, like, growing and so fun and, and positive and good. Yay! Uh, we got to do the In the Soil Festival last year. Oh. Which is basically the Niagara region's version of the Fringe Festival, except it's not a Fringe Festival. It sounds like it's very based on the terroir, and you want to see how it affects the grapes. That's right! It's mm. all about the grapes. <laughs> 
so yeah, so we did, and that was when we did long form with, with Improv Niagara kind of properly for the first time. I say properly because we played Goon River, which is not, I mean, it's kind of long form-ish, but it's more like you're doing uh, monologues instead of, you know, like acting with each other. Oh, okay. So it's, cool. yeah. But the, but for In the Soil, we did a thing where we uh, we recreated a, a novel. Like, we took the title of a novel. Yep, yep. And we read the blurb. Okay, to, to, and, get, yeah. to get familiar with so it. With just the blurb. That's okay. all we had was the blurb. And we got a couple people in the audience to give us their favorite character, so we'd make up a character name. Okay. And then uh, we'd, we'd read, like, a single passage out of the book. Like, we'd be like, pick a page, and then go to, like, page 72 or whatever, and read a single passage from the book. And based on that, we created an hour-long improv narrative. We, like, recreated that book but with all of this <laughs> based information. Based on the blurb, a passage, and a character. Exactly. Okay. And it was really fun. I mean, that's how most books get written. Exactly. But we did it, like, in real time, but ex- in one hour. Yeah, same as books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you wrote a book, basically. We wrote a book, <laughs> and, and uh, it only took, so I don't know why it took you a whole month. To I be mean, honest. It only we, took us we discussed the <laughs> volume of masturbating. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we didn't take any jerk-off breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. In, in public, in front of everybody. <laughs> That's where improv's going, man. That's the future of improv. <laughs> Wank prov. Wank prov. I'm sure it exists. Uh, it does. It's in Germany. Oh, fascinating. Oh, we did uh, Culture Days again, which was very exciting, where we got... And this time we got to do it at the first Ontario Performing Arts Center. What? We got to... Uh, which oh, one's that? That's the big, oh, on the big new one St. on St. Paul. Yeah. Nice. And so we got to, like, teach... It's got that new theater smell. It's, like, a really nice building with really nice theaters and beautiful stages and you should probably go there you once. should <laughs> you like the the film house is really cool where they show movies i saw that peter jackson one with the like world war one footage oh and he like did you hear about this no i don't remember what it's called is it like they grow not old i think is what it's called oh, shit all so right. he took footage like all this oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry yeah did I know. you see it though no i did not it see it like, anyway i it, saw of it it's so like <laughs> eerie because it's real right it's real footage but it's sped up not sped up it's slowed down yeah because their camera speeds are different yeah so it's slowed down and recolorized because it was all in black and white yeah Uh, so did he hd it up as well as best as you could because the footage is what it was yeah so i don't know lots of blood and mud and yeah, World War One. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which I am like obsessed with. You as, love as World you know. War One. I. I love that You're war. The biggest fan of World I War I love the first World War. But one thing that like shocked me was like how bad people's teeth were back then, which I guess Whoa. isn't surprising. But it's like World War One, like the teeth were just like. Now I don't know if it was I mean, just... it's probably not what they were focusing on at the time. Uh-huh. I've got trench mouth. Get in the back of the line. Trench mouth. <laughs> I don't think it, I think it was just like a general, like, everybody problem. But you would just see these, like, soldiers smiling. And you're like, oh, God, no, this is is greater horrors than the war itself. (laughs) Which is why I went to, like, see 1917, and I was like, all these people's teeth look great. Except there was one guy with bad teeth. And it was like, but that was, like, the joke. But it was like, but everybody's teeth were terrible. Anyway, it doesn't matter. All right. I was finding moments like that in the movie. Excuse me. All the soldiers' teeth were bad. beautiful dentures are keeping me right out of the story. (laughs) Honestly, I can't. How can I expect... That this is, you know, a hard time for you. I mean, ninety percent of the one take aesthetic is just to draw your attention away from the really great teeth <laughs> people have nowadays. That was really that was cool. The one take aesthetic. Mm. Did you see that movie? No, I'm good. Okay, it was good. 
Uh, like, I still haven't seen Dunkirk, and that's freaking free on my Netflix. Uh, with, Dunkirk okay. was like also good. <laughs> Dunkirk was ma- it was more like historically accurate. Dunkirk should be like considered as the empire of World War Two movies, right? Where it's like, oh, everything's looking really bad for the good guys right now. Yeah, that yeah, that sounds about right. And then like Hitler is like, I am your father, and you're like, no, you're not. You have one nut, and your wife's weird. Did he only have one nut? Uh, that's I don't know. I mean, World War Two trench guys were singing that Hitler has only got one ball. Oh. Goebbels doesn't have any at all, that, or something like what that. What a hilarious tune! Uh, it's great times. That's oh, anyway. Hey, everybody's like punch a Nazi, by the way, if you're walking around that's the streets. That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe not in the testicle. Eh, why not? You know well, what? Yeah. Take so, your yeah. Pick. If your accuracy's up there, you yeah, can go for it. Aim low. Uh, I feel like I would have more to say about my year if I had my like notebook in front of me, but your, I'm going your my bougeau, but I'm going simply based on like photos uh, on Instagram. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's how all businesses run their business now. On Instagram. Yeah, it's all a lot of advertising for your programs. Yeah, this was yeah. We started getting like. We started getting, at Improv Niagara, we're starting to get people who are reaching out to us to do, like, I want to say corporate events and private events and stuff. Sure. So our first one of those happened last year. It was a birthday party. Oh, okay. Was it fun? I didn't do it, but the people who did said it was fun. Okay. Um, As soon as I asked that question, I wanted it back. I was like, what if it wasn't fun and the person was horrible? (laughs) No, it was good. Cool. Uh, Well, from what I understand, everybody involved enjoyed themselves. Yay! Yay! And, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess after that, it's just like, what do we talk? Yeah, the la- the end of the year was kind of brutal, right? Like, December kind of sucked. For us. For us. Yeah. Because our grandma passed away. That's, you know. She had a great run, though. Yeah, man, 99. Awesome lady. Yeah, super nice lady. Um, Very vibrant, loved to sing. As funerals go, pretty good. Pretty good funeral. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had, like, uh, the wake was, it was like a, basically we did the Christmas party that we would do. With Gamma Man Orville. Years ago where more people were around. Yeah. Because she drew, like, a, a lot of people came around for it. Yeah. Had a good time. It was nice to be with family and stuff. It was just a bummer. Yeah, just again. throwing it out there, guys. If you plan on dying, do it when you're in your 90s because people enjoy your funeral way better. Yeah, because it's like, you know what? She lived a good life. I don't have to feel really bad about this. I have to, you know, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because she was kind of like, she's like, why, Str- am, I, why she, am I still here? <laughs> yeah, she was riding the struggle bus a little yeah. bit at the well, end. Yeah, at the end, yeah. But you're, well, our, mom, our mom told a story where <laughs> she was just like, come on, how old are you today? Well, she would call her. Yeah, yeah. Me. And Kamama Man was like, I'm, you know, nine, I'm, I'm 88. And Mom was like, No, you're, you're 98. And Kamama Man would be like, That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst news I've ever heard. <laughs> this is Why? terrible. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so that, so lie to your elders. Yes. As much as you can. As possible. But uh, I don't know. Oh, so, and then Christmas hit, and then you Christmas know. was fun. Yeah, it was fun, but dude. It, you can't do an improv show when you're eating turkey. That's true. You can't write a book when you're eating turkey. Nope. And you don't win friends with salads. You don't win friends with salad. So I guess it's just like good that we're we're in a new year. Yeah, we should have really done this in January. Though. We should, yeah, because we're already in February. But we'll do a, a, a another catch up pretty soon, and we'll catch us up until like. And then that episode now. on ketchup. Then yeah, that's the most important one. Have you noticed? 
mm-hmm. <laughs> that I'm sure you haven't because you don't go very often. But McDonald's has changed to French's. Oh, they lost the contract with Heinz. This was a while ago. Wow. Makes a difference. Yeah, it Mold does. You for made. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they stopped using placenta oil for their french fries. Honestly, it, 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 I miss it. <laughs> the, I remember it their slogans, taste. you can taste the baby. Those are great commercials. They were good. They were good. Ronald dressed like a doctor. Yeah. It was so good. Yes. Well, an obstetrician. I mean, they're still doctors. OBGY, <laughs> Ronald McDonald. <laughs> oh, what a horrible, horrible past we all grew up in. The oh. 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, uh, I'm still into Yacht Rock, I gotta tell you. It's so good. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. Uh, okay. Well, From what this are, Jimmy Buffett fan. Well, why don't we talk about, why do we end fun. the podcast talking about how we ended the year? On a high note? At Margarita. Oh my god. A low note. On a low note. <laughs> oh. Wow, so I learned about myself. Giant women on uh, stilts, stilts just freaked me out. That I didn't was... know about that one. I mean, I thought it was fun. She made us a parrot head balloon. The whole time I was wondering, like, do we have to pay for this? How does well, this I gave her out? a tip. You oh. give them tips. All right. Because I think they're Here's probably... my tip. Don't. I think they're probably getting paid by the establishment a bit to be there. Okay, good. Right? And then, like, if you tip them, then that's... You know what? Maybe next time we go to Margaritaville in the heart of Niagara Falls. Not Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll know that uh, that's part of the and don't worry about it. I bet you it doesn't happen all the time. It's just because it was New Year's Eve. Oh, I've heard about it in subsequent, oh. yeah. Like, you need a tall ceiling and a Margaritaville for the stilt person. Are you serious? For real. That's, oh, so she can make you parrot heads on purpose? Yeah. Oh. Yep, yep. And the other thing is, oh, like. I thought it was just a New Year's Eve thing. And we also learned, uh, when I went to the bathroom there, uh-huh. that we could have hung out at the bar uh... and not had that horrible DJ the yes. whole night. We went to Margaritaville expecting Jimmy Buffett music. As one should. That's right. And we only heard, like, one crazy, Jimmy Buffett song. One Jimmy Buffett song, and then it got shut down as a DJ came in and turned it into a god awful. It was all 90s rap. But it was not even, like, fun 90s no, rap. No, it was all slapping bitches. <laughs> Yeah, I was not comfortable with it. Yeah. So we did what you do in any kind of situation like that. Eat a delicious cheeseburger and get <laughs> and a GTFO. Yeah, GTFO. Cross the, cross the street and gamble your feelings away. <laughs> yeah. And maybe you win 50 bucks. Wee! Or maybe you don't. <laughs> Woo! That's, that's the risk you take, baby! <laughs> uh, anyway, we experienced uh, New Year's in a casino, which uh, I kind of recommend... It was pretty fun. I that done is that something before. you should try once in your life. <laughs> I've done it more than once. Then you've Twice. not done it correctly. It, no, Although that's the fine. first time, I feel like the, I feel like there was a better champagne situation the first time. You I would did have it. thought for twenty twenty there would have been you know yeah, something, it's a bigger it's a bigger there's a I, number at the end of it. Yeah, but anyway, yeah they ran out of champagne at the end. They're like we only have this one or this one. It wasn't even champagne. It was sparkling water. Let's not not sparkling water. Sparkling wine. Sparkling wine. Well, yeah. let's be sparkling water. <laughs> sparkling water. Avion is not champagne. Damn it! <laughs> Shut up. My pit boss is looking. <laughs> they were. It was just like a bunch of uh, soda streams around them. Mm. Here you go. Drink it and shut the fuck up. Here's <laughs> some tokens. Go gamble. Uh, I saw how shorts. Short skirts can get in the future <laughs> that we're living oh, in now. There you go. That one lady at the bar was like, "Oh, I gotta tuck my Volvo back in there." Yeah, that was weird. 
Uh, well, I mean, it's New Year's and everybody wants love, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Just normally you don't spread the love on the actual seat cushion. Hey, oh. no slut shaming on this podcast. I didn't know that she was a slut. She could have been a monogamous person not doing it for money at all. No, short skirt slash shaming. All right. Why? What do you was it shape? No, you gotta get short skirts. I thought you liked short skirts. I do. I felt Reference weird about the it. lesbians you were talking. About. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's only okay if I see them on my computer. <laughs> it's fine if it's lesbians. Straight <laughs> How woman. Do you know she wasn't be... a lesbian. She was there with a man. Yeah, but maybe she uh, explores multiple. Oh, okay. Partners She's and... like a pansexual. Maybe short skirt wearing. I keep thinking you're saying Schwartz. Schwartz. I don't like She's... those Schwartz <laughs> skirts. <laughs> you know those skirts that are made of Schwartz. <laughs> Which is a crystal derived from somebody's short pants. <laughs> Isn't that Swarovski? I'm wearing yes. Swarovski crystal shorts. Swarovski, I believe. Swarovski. They make great. Oh my goodness. They make great ham-based products as well. Delicious. Like. Uh, but not ham. Not ham. Not it's ham. a good brisket. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, not it ham. Can't be ham. No, it's not ham. Uh, is that beef? Did that you go to Schwartz's when you were in Montreal? Not this time. I mean, in the past? Yes. Yes, okay. It's good. Yeah, I went this summer. But it was, like, busy. It was, like, a street festival. Oh, I, I so. don't know that you'll ever get into Schwartz when it's not busy, though. Oh, I mean, like, uh, it was a street festival, so it was more busy than usual. So oh, you couldn't okay. actually get it. We couldn't actually get into the restaurant. They just threw Montreal meat at you. There was, like, an outdoor seating area, and there was, like, oh. you can only have these one of these four things. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, one of them was smoked meat sandwich, so it's like, well, that's kind of what you want. Yeah, anyway. that's what we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we went and we were like one table over from when Tony sat. Oh. Uh, yep, it was. Ah, it's delish. Montreal's awesome. We should do a whole episode let's about how awesome Montreal podcast. is. Let's go to Montreal. Let's go to Montreal. Do, do some art in Montreal and then podcast about it. Yay. Yay. 2020 goals that aren't going to happen at all. Why not? We can go to Montreal. Your kids are old enough now. To, like, watch yeah, themselves? Like, uh, sure. There yeah. you go. Here's La Ronde tickets. There you go. Shut up, and <laughs> we'll pick you up later. <laughs> we can go to Oceaga. <laughs> Where is that? Lizzo. Is that a... Au Parc Jean Drapeau. Uh, is that on the island? Yeah. Okay, cool. Is it a good scene? Did you go? I've been in the past, so I guess... Is Arcade long... Fire there? Yeah, I've seen nice. Arcade Fire there. That's their was, home habitat. It was... They're amazing. Okay, so what else did you do in 2019? <laughs> that was it, man. You listen to Arcade Fire. All the time. And ate smoked meat. That's right. Mm, that's a good year. Actually, was that that's 2019 not, that I went? Yeah, I think so. I went to see our good buddy Danny Rosen's Fringe play in Montreal. Was that this oh, year really? or last year? That might have been two years ago. Oh. Ugh, it's all a blur, Nick. No oh boy. It's all a blur. Uh, this is because we, we did this with without me prepping you what I we'd know. be talking about. Well, so if you I didn't bring anything. the booge. What I'm planning on doing is writing a blog post about last year, which I should have done in January, but time has been flying. Yeah. So maybe I'll just reference the so blog. So you need to get that Green Day song about the past. Don't. Don't talk about it. Okay. No. You don't want it in your head? Wake me up Oh no! when this podcast ends. <laughs> Not the song I was going for, but I okay. <laughs> I hope you had the podcast ah, of your life. Dang it, you found it. Podcast. Okay. Uh, so, Nick, anything else before we sign off for this uh, for this time? Just make sure you invest in Jimmy Buffett. I'm feeling pretty good about the guy. About Jimmy Buffett? But what about writing, though? 
you can write it to Jimmy. That's fine. But he's got lyrics. No, I mean, like, what about us? What about... No, like, make Jimmy your pen pal is what I'm okay, saying. Okay, guys, calm down <laughs> with Jimmy for a second. And let's get back to the art. All right. One, one thing maybe that you learned in 2019 that is helpful for uh, for other listeners, for listeners. Uh, yeah, that you can do it. Do a stretch goal, basically. Okay, stretch goal. And then, like... You could do it, put your ass into it. Is that what you would say? (laughs) Just put your ass into it. You could do it. So, yeah. And then uh, you you could shove your ass into anything else afterwards once you know that you could do it. That's great advice. I'm going to put that down on a (laughs) t-shirt. It's a very shitty t-shirt with a big old ass on it. It'll be available on Podswag. Let's see. Do I have anything? In 2019. I don't know. Uh, uh, get yourself booked on some commercials about weed. Yeah. Eat. <laughs> eat, pray, smoke. Eat, pray, herb, have fusion. <laughs> <laughs> what do I have to say about 2019? It over. It's done. Start. Yeah. Yeah. Be in this moment. Stay in the 2019 moment. happened. Now it's, now it's new. Now it's different. Don't dwell. Just. Are you channeling Bill Murray in uh, in that Chris in Scrooge right now? Oh yeah, that's right. Put a little love in your heart. All right, Nick. Uh, Bree, you know what? What's what's that? Freaking struggle on. Struggle on. Thanks for listening to the Constant Struggle podcast with Nick and Bree Watson. Rate, review, and subscribe to The Constant Struggle on Apple Podcasts if you'd like to show your support for the show. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at StrugglePod. Struggle on! You know that I've